Hi, Linz. <laughs> Hi, welcome to our janky third episode. <laughs> because we were bored. Because we were bored. Yeah, so this is our um, first episode, I guess, under our new name, our new regime. So um, we began this podcast uh, about two months into quarantine, and um, I'm Lindsay. Uh, I am uh, married. I live in Rochester, New York. I have a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. I'm Sammy. I live in Brooklyn in New York City, and I'm 30, and I'm single as hell. <laughs> <laughs> single and... AF and um I live with like a bunch of I have like a bunch of roommates and we live two completely different lifestyles yeah so we were you know kind of throughout our quarantine boredom kind of um joking around about having a podcast and calling it because we're bored because the cuz is in there because we are cousins and we're good mm-hmm. friends and we always love to have loud conversations um and make people laugh with them so we just kind of Mm -hmm. thought oh we'll make everybody else laugh with them and then the whole world shifted so dramatically we just thought it would be smarter to rename the podcast because we were bored because being bored is a privilege (laughs) and we realize that we are privileged but we also are it's an implication that we are educating ourselves and we will continue to educate ourselves as we always have done so we aren't really, we're not bored. I mean, when I think of our daily lives, we weren't bored even when we made the podcast to begin with. Lindsay was a mom. She's a mom of a toddler. She's busy. You know, I was a, like, I'm a mom of a toddler who was trying to figure out how to entertain my kid when I couldn't even like leave our neighborhood with yeah. quarantine. <laughs> and now we're not bored. And it's a know, promise. Like, yeah. It's a promise to not be bored, to not be those bored white girls. Yeah. in the future. <laughs> like like Samantha said, being bored is a privilege. I think I posted that on our website boredpod.com, like mm-hmm. the first episode. This, you know, we don't have the luxury of being bored. Anyone, no one has the luxury of being bored anymore. So, um welcome. Welcome to because we were bored. <laughs> <laughs> um Lindsay, do you know what I just watched for the 50th time even though it's what? like 2 minutes long? Well, I bet you, I bet you can guess what it is. I don't think, know. think of something that was released on social media recently, an announcement of something that's coming to Disney Plus. Oh, the Hamilton trailer. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I know I watched that a couple of times too this morning. It's it looks so great. I think they just film every Broadway show. They might early I think they on do for, for posterity. So that, like, yeah. Yeah. So that when people like rejoin the cast and leave and choreography gets taken over by somebody else i think that's probably how they like i think marketing materials too oh true yeah very all of that yeah once i got into it i would listen to the entire thing in full every single day i remember when we downloaded the bootleg oh my god we watched the bootleg and every time i downloaded the bootleg when i was on my honeymoon and we had a my husband and i did our honeymoon in uh, seattle and then we Mm -hmm. took a train to portland and we did the other half in portland Mm -hmm. and on the whole train ride from seattle to portland i watched it and my husband was like look out the window like it's so cool like the sights we're seeing and i was like no thanks i'm good (laughs) what were we saying about the bootleg we're like we don't support this at all how dare you leak this footage but also where can i find the link (laughs) (laughs) and it would go up for like an hour and you just <laughs> yeah. download it. So I would be on like YouTube and then you could go to YouTube and download it, which is so crazy. Should we do our check-in? Yeah. I have some I have some interesting check-ins. So okay, why um, don't you go first? 
So my child is two years old, my mm-hmm. son. So he, I texted my, I have like a couple of group chats um, with different fr- like friend groups or whatever. And I texted mm-hmm. a couple of them the other night because Edward pooped in the bathtub. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so I texted like, he's two years, three months and 12 days old. And this is the first time he ch- pooped in the bathtub. Oh my gosh. So- <laughs> does, he, does he go to the bathroom on his own? Yeah, so he started, we have been kind of like potty gently training? potty training. We've I talked to him a lot about mm-hmm. potty training. And then he saw my best friend's son, who's like four and a half. He saw him peeing standing up. And now he's obsessed with that. He'll be like, like Henry. Like and that's where it begins. And it yeah, never so ends. now he won't sit on the potty and like he'll he wants to stand in front of the patty but yeah so the other night he well he tells me that he has a poop belly or a poop butt <laughs> when he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> i remember the first time he told me that i said that to my husband like it was during the day so i texted it to my husband because he was at work and my husband said well it's not a bad way to describe it <laughs> poop belly is a mood <laughs> so hopefully we just either lost a bunch of listeners or we gained a bunch of listeners. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so and the funny okay, so I have a funny one more funny check-in item about my child was that <laughs> I don't know if you, Samantha, or any of your roommates ever turn on like the ESPN or anything like that, but they've been just replaying a bunch of like classic sporting mm. events since there's no sports right now. So we sometimes have, um, ba- he loves to watch b-ball and he loves mm-hmm. to watch cars racing and he wants to always watch anything that's, you know, football. Okay. Anything. So I turned on the TV the other morning and it was ESPN and it was a old NBA finals game. Mm-hmm. And it was Miami against the San Antonio Spurs. And I think it was like 2013. I like looked at the date or whatever because it was up in the corner. And I wasn't really paying attention to the TV. And I heard my son go, LeBron James. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, no, that's not LeBron James. He's not on this team. But he was because I oh my gosh. was over there during I, – I don't really – I'm not an expert on basketball or LeBron James's career. But I think he like – went back and forth oh my god so he, to cleveland um so he was, was like, no, just i don't like... think he was on this team baby and then he goes no lebron james and i looked at the tv and it was lebron james it was just so funny <sighs> that's that he really knew. cool so i said how did you know that it was lebron james and he said from the basketball book because he has this book that's like a cartoon alphabet book that has different oh basketball god. players for every letter yeah amazing amazing isn't that so funny from the basketball book good job eddie <laughs> edward dooley so anyways um, what's your check-in I had take, so I protested in Brooklyn on Friday night. Friday night was amazing because, and I'm going to try and keep this quick. Friday night was amazing because we went to a drum circle. It was a drum protest. Everyone was <laughs> holding their signs and we thought that it was going to be a march and that we were going to march eventually, but we ended up not marching. So once we had gotten our fix in with like the drum protesters, we realized that there was um, a lesbian march going over the Brooklyn Bridge. So we got on city bikes and freaking flew <laughs> to the Brooklyn Bridge through traffic. Not even Was in bike lanes. Bike? Like we were weaving in and out of traffic, running oh to get and we were following our friend's location, Chelsea, shout out to Chelsea, who was in the march. And so we're like, she's almost over the bridge. So then we freaking parked our freaking city bikes. Then we had to walk because all the docks were full. And then they were marching on, not on the street path. If you know New York City, every bridge has a street path, which is over the uh-huh. 
the pet it's not you're not walking with the cars you're like over with like the bikers and the walkers and then there's the traffic path which is just the highway they were marching on the highway so they had closed off all of the brooklyn bridge and we jumped the fence so we could get onto the highway and there were the organizers were like run run and we're freaking screaming black lives matter (laughs) running to this protest over the brooklyn bridge with our signs up like sweating and we're like and people are clapping for us it was just such a beautiful moment and then i mean saturday was one of the best days of my new york city life so saturday i rode 30 miles oh my god protesting black lives matter we started in Times Square. There was 10,000 of us. So we, oh we basically God. rode from Times Square up to Harlem. So there was 10,000 of us. So basically you can't cross the street and traffic can't go. So bike riders were passing for 15 minutes straight. So for 15 minutes straight, you can't cross the street because there's bikes going everywhere. You can't oh you know, gosh. take a right or left turn. And so, <laughs> and we're chanting, we're all chanting. My throat was sore from just screaming. And so everyone just kind of came out and started recording us and cheering us on. That's and awesome. people on the side of the street were starting chants, you know. And then we rode all the way down the West Highway. We took over the entire highway. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite moments, Lindsay, I swear to God, this is like one of my, it's going to be ingrained in my head forever. So we were riding down the West Highway, big, beautiful highway along the river. We had taken over two, both, all four lanes, basically. Wow. And we were chanting whose streets are streets, whose streets are streets, and helicopters were flying so low overhead. Oh my God. And then I could see the Freedom, we're facing the Freedom Tower. So it's just the Freedom Tower in the distance, and every car horn is honking with us. People are sitting out of their sunroofs recording us. We passed this guy, and he's got his car doors open all four of them and his trunk open and he is blasting blasting he's got this really loud system changes by Tupac oh, yes, and he's just standing awesome. there with his fist in the air and we that's all awesome. freaking cheered and like fist bumped him as we rode by and like this <laughs> freedom tower was in the background and like I probably cried like three times on that ride it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever done I mean I witnessed a few people crying just thanking us someone had captured this video of this black man holding his child screaming thank I- you and crying yeah. And my neighbor had seen it. We were riding right with the person that took that video. It was oh just my God. so... Yeah, that was beautiful. Beautiful. And we were all wearing masks, so don't worry. And we were all... I mean, we're on bikes, so we're, like, distant anyway. It was beautiful. Yeah, there, uh, the main thing of all this protesting and all these these demonstrations is all the protesters are so cautious about not spreading COVID. Like I just, everything that I see on Instagram or TikTok or reputable news sources. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) They, I mean, everybody's wearing masks or you see people walking by people spraying each other's hands with hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. or handing out food with gloves or water. Yeah. If they're a medic, they have a like a cardboard that says medic. If they, if they have water, there's a big cardboard on the back of their bike that says we have water here. I am very proud of you for all the protesting that you've been doing. I think about it sometimes when I'm feeling not FOMO, but kind of feeling guilty that I am not able to do the in-person protesting and the Mm in-person demonstrating because of like being a mom of a young child. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, when he asks when he's older and he asks what I was doing during (laughs) the revolution <laughs> yeah i'll like want to tell him that i was the guy in the back of lame Arab, like fl- flying the flag but just be like well you were too and you wouldn't nap so i don't know yeah. what do you think i was doing but i will just say that you and i were at home and we were like learning and mm-hmm. it was still the plague and yeah i mean everyone everyone's 
contributing in their own way and we are still in the yeah. middle of a pandemic and um can... you want to google let's do google what we've googled this week <laughs> all right so um i i had done a little bit of googling about this because i'd seen some videos on tiktok going around of um people saying that they were going to make up fake email addresses and fake Google mm-hmm. phone numbers and then reserving tickets for Trump's Tulsa, Oklahoma um, mm-hmm. rally. Rally. Mm-hmm. So the one article and I had screenshot a few parts of it and shared it to our Instagram at board.pod. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the article is TikTok teens and K-pop stands say they sank Trump's rally. Did a successful prank inflate attendance expectations for Trump's rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma? The answer is yes. So (laughs) the um, arena, I guess, had a 19,000 seat capacity. Mm -hmm. How many showed up? (laughs) Okay, so the article says, according to a spokesman from the Tulsa Fire Department on Sunday, the fire marshal counted 6,200. Oh my God. <laughs> 6,200 scanned tickets. <laughs> Gen Z, us millennials, we salute you. We salute you. We salute you. I'm going to read funny little snippets of this article, basically saying that TikTok users and fans of Korean pop music groups claim to have registered potentially. Hundreds of thousands of tickets for Mr. Trump's campaign rally as a prank after the Trump campaign's official accounts, which I'm not going to plug, posted a tweet asking their supporters to register for free tickets. K-pop fan accounts began sharing the information with followers, encouraging them to register for the rally and then not show. So the trend just like it went viral on TikToks. I'd seen a million TikToks probably. And then mm-hmm. people saying, oh, no, I signed up for a Trump rally and I can't go and like fake coughing. And, oh, it's just so funny. I mean, Gen Z, I mean, you guys are killing it. And the fact of the yep. matter is, is that millennials and Gen Z are now going to make up the majority of the voting aged people in this country. Mm-hmm. So we just, mm-hmm. I mean, please, please, please register to vote because you guys are oh fucking gosh, brutal. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so that's my Googles. What did you Google this week? Um, I Googled, so there's this TikToker who's like 15 and super hot, and her name is Cynthia Parker. My mom's birthday is Cynthia Ann Parker. That's my mom's name. But like, so I started Googling this hot TikToker whose name is Cynthia Parker, and then Wikipedia gave me a suggestion that was like, did you mean Cynthia Ann Parker? And I was like, what? So I clicked on it, which is my mom's name, right? So Cynthia Ann Parker is a figure in history that was born white into a white family kidnapped by um, Native Americans back oh, in like 1836 when she was like 10 years old and was raised with them and then eventually ended up like marrying one of them and then having kids and like completely um, adapting to their culture and like falling wow. out of their culture. People in Texas like took her back. They found her and they're like, you belong with us. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. Oh my God. <laughs> she tried to escape her old life and like they oh kept coming, God. like kidnapping her and bringing her back. And so she starved herself and died because she was so upset and like depressed. I know. And so I called my mom. I was like, mom, did you know that your name, it's a tragic end, but I was like, did you know that your name, um, Cynthia Ann Parker is this woman in history who, and she was like, that's, that's awesome. I had no idea. (laughs) So that's what I Googled. (laughs) Oh, it's sad that she kept trying to go back to her life. And And Texas was like, no, you're one of us. And she's like, "Uh, no, I don't want to be one of you. (laughs) Speaking of Texas, another thing that I Googled was Juneteenth. 
obviously everybody knows about Juneteenth. They never taught us Juneteenth in school. That is true. And they they never really talked about it. Pythagorean theorem, but we didn't learn about Juneteenth. Thank (laughs) God I know like about mitochondria and like cell, whatever. (laughs) I just thought the contrast was insane because it took two years for a message to be delivered. It took an hour for the whole world to know that George Floyd was killed. Very true. By a cop. Insane to me. And we wouldn't know about George Floyd if it weren't for, you know, yeah. social media and people filming things. And I think it's good that people can be exposed and word can travel so fast now. I want to tell you about our sponsor for this week's episode. Okay. Who's our sponsor? Our sponsor this week is called Market of Maternity Styles. So it's Moms, M-O-M-S, mm-hmm. Market of Maternity Styles Consignment Store. They offer gently used brand name maternity and nursing clothing at a fraction of the retail cost in the Rochester, New York area. So as a mom of two kids under two years old, the owner, Jen Kreider, knows how expensive having kids can be and how frustrating it is to buy maternity and nursing clothes when you will only wear them for a limited time. So moms will also buy your gently used clothes. They are currently actively searching for maternity shorts and nursing tops or dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you do is you fill out a style quiz either on their website or their Facebook page and then moms will send you pictures of options within your style profile. So you could pay over the phone in person or through Venmo and it's no contact pickup for those living in Rochester, New York. So you can follow Mom's Consignment on Facebook or visit their website, which is momsconsignment.com. Now back to the show. (laughs) Yeah. So Lindsay's been kind of setting up my hinge um, and kind of swiping on men in New York City for me, men that I can't see. She's just (laughs) describing them to me over the podcast. And then um, I have no access to this account, so it's actually really funny. I'm actually like, tell me, has anybody messaged me? Okay, so um, a few people have messaged you. Okay, what have they said? Last week, we I just went through and I liked a couple of guys, and then I X'd out a bunch of guys, and I felt really dirty and got off because <laughs> I was trying to find... <laughs> I was trying to find somebody that would be like that vibe of like that Pete Davidson, Adam Driver vibe that I think Sammy Mm -hmm. wants. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know why it's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) So on Tuesday, one guy, and he was one who I described to you as looking a little John Krasinski like, which I'm into because I guess my husband kind of looks a little John Krasinski like. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, hi, Samantha, or do you prefer Sam? How long have you been in NYC? See, I'm so turned off by like, I just, any conversation starter nowadays. You're turned off by that. By any conversation. I mean, it would have to be so crazy for me to pay attention. Like really, I'd much rather have somebody be like, I know, and I feel weird replying so, because it's he just is. so it's so generic. Hey, how you doing? Which do you prefer being called? My name and it's is also, I'm from here. Where are you from? Yeah, yeah. having this conversation. Oh, the one guy that I said last week, I said, "Have you heard this yet today? You look like Adam you look like Driver. Adam Driver." He said, "Believe it or not, you're the first today." <laughs> Okay, but have you heard it? I wonder if he's heard it. So what it so So this was from Monday. He said, believe it or not, you're the first today, and I'll say, Well, what about today then? <laughs> yeah. Um 
So John Kaczynski guy, we're not gonna, we're not gonna like, it's hard for me because he's like, I think more my type, because like I said, I, I think I married a man who has like Jim Mm -hmm. Helper vibes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but he isn't, he isn't your type. Yeah. So, so. So I'll say, well, what about today then? Sorry. Don't, I don't use the app much. Yep. But I think would that I think that because I'm only getting on this app once a week for you is because these guys are like probably like what the hell <laughs> I answered. I think everybody somebody... get, yeah, but everybody gets on the app. I mean, it's that sparse always. Is it always okay? Mm-hmm. Um, some guy he was cute. I remember. I think he was cute. Oh, he has a little like bulldog guy, and he was eating froyo. Is he from England? This is the guy from England, yeah. He has kind of like Leslie Odom Jr. vibes, which is like, I mean, hi, daddy, you know? He's, oh, my gosh. Um, I'm, when I come up to Rochester, I'm going to, like, grab your phone and be like, Lindsay, give me your phone. I need to – I just need to check something, and then I'm just going to be, like, <laughs> responding to all these messages. Um, so here's the thing is, like, I – I get so turned off so easily and it's like an issue. And my friends always point it out. They're like, why are you so offended? The guy just said, Hey, what's up? (laughs) I think this is going to be good because now you're like this middle woman that's (laughs) kind of filtering through. We can filter through my issues through this segment. So maybe this is something we continue to do. I don't know. I guess you could be like, yeah. um, Well, um, yeah. And this is like a tricky part is is speaking to people of color right now. And it's just like, how am I doing? I think that I, mean, I might even say that, like, fine. Hey, how am I doing? How are you doing? Or well, but then it's like, Ugh. okay, can't we just be like normal people? Like, does you know, just be like, I'm fine. I've been protesting. Have you been protesting? Just say okay, I'll like say that. that. Yeah. Um, my Uber driver on the way home was a person of color. He was from Africa. I forgot where that he told me. We ended up talking the whole ride home the other night after my Brooklyn Bridge march. And he's like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was just, pro-. he's like, how was your night? I was like, it's good. I was just protesting. He's like, you were protesting. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what were you protesting? And I was like, Black Lives Matter. And he's like, that's still going on. Oh, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I, and I was like, how do I tell a black man that? Yeah. How do I tell you know, this black Uber driver about Black Lives Matter? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, it's still going on. He said something really funny. He was like, hey, he's like, in America, we're all getting paid for not working. Yeah. And we're out there protesting. And the, and he's like, you can't do that in other countries. He's like, in Africa, the government's not helping them at all. And they're Very just true. like dying and they don't have money and people are living without electricity. And yeah, so I just, the layers of privilege i don't know anyway so that was so 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 what did you say to this guy so oh my god he's so cute i can't stand that um oh my gosh wait send me another picture okay (laughs) i just was this guy sounds promising these english points i mean i might even just be like hey do you want to text me and give him your phone number (laughs) oh my god you should but i don't i mean he's literally said two words to me i just all i said was i'm okay i've been doing a lot of protesting how are you doing Mm-hmm, but then I, as soon as I sent it, I had like an icky feeling of, I hope he doesn't see that as I want to make sure, you know, that I'm on the right side of history since you're a black man. I mean, it's the truth. I've been protesting. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, and he obviously likes a artistic lady because the photo that he liked of you was you doing your mural. Okay. And then I invited him to chat. So he liked, so the, the, the way that it all went was he liked that photo. I invited him to start the chat. Okay. And that's what he said. 
um, okay. later that night. So cool. he, he messaged you on Monday. So honestly, if he messages me back, I guess, if I think to check this app before we record next, I'm just going to be like, hey, yeah. I'm not on this app anymore. You seem cool. Here's my number. So yeah. I'll, I'll like warn you if that happens. <laughs> yes, please do. And then what a freaking good conversation starter being like, actually, that was my cousin talking to you. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> and maybe we get listeners. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, I live in... Um, like southern new jersey and i'm like shit <laughs> this was before you changed <laughs> or he says something distance. stupid like what's up and you lose interest <laughs> yeah or he just says like hey and i'm like oh god uh hey how he lives the- let me see where this cute guy lives he's so cute oh he lives in central harlem oh no oh my god well listen you rode a bike there the other day you can do it so we're gonna do some abbreviations yeah, so we thought it would be funny if um, if I sometimes quizzed Sammy on motherhood-related things. Um, so uh, what I did was I went to a website called The Moms at Odds, um, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's a blog, mom blog. But um, I was looking for common abbre- or like abbreviations that are used on mom sites and message boards. And um, if you haven't listened already, last week's episode, oh my God, Sammy was dying when she was trying to figure out what NBR stands for. So any moms that are listening, if you see NBR on a mom group or a message board, it means not breastfeeding related. But Sammy had thought in her mind, she thought it was new baby relative. (laughs) Um, okay, so let's mm-hmm. go into a few more abbreviations. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Um, okay, well, these are probably easy. What do you think F-I-L, B-I-L, S-I-L? Or Father-in-law, F-I-L? mother-in-law, yes. sister-in-law. Okay, starting yep, strong. Exactly. Yeah, so those are all your in-laws. Father-in-law, F-I-L, brother-in-law, B-I-L, sister-in-law, okay. mother-in-law. Okay, so what do you think? Um, ML stands for mother-in-law mother-in-law um, <laughs> like Marshall what's law. it in re- what's it in relation to Marshall um, law <laughs> something to do with like the time you have to bond with your child and you don't have to work oh maternity leave yeah there you go yes 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 which if we're being PC it should be called parental leave mm. Um, because more men should take it too. Okay, what is FF? Father figure. <laughs> <laughs> FF stands for formula feeding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think EBF stands for? It has two possible meanings. Early EBF. Early breastfeeding. <laughs> I mean, these aren't. <laughs> So BF is breastfeeding. So it could either be exclusively breastfeeding or okay. extended breastfeeding. Okay, got so it. So do you know how long the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that you breastfeed for? Um, like three years. <laughs> I remember this episode of <laughs> I remember this episode of um it was I mean Bill Cosby like what a jerk but I remember this episode of like kids say the darndest things with Bill Cosby when I was a kid and there was like this 10 year old on there and Bill Cosby would always ask like what's the one thing your parents told you not to say and his mom it like 
panned to the audience and his mom was like don't say it like doing the like stop sign and he was like um my mom told me not to say that I still drink her milk (laughs) 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 and I was like my mom I remember my mom like shooting up in bed and being like what that's awesome (laughs) and he was like three or something no he was like 10 (gasps) oh my god yeah I I don't even know I don't know if that's what he meant I, I mean I what do you still even have milk after 10 years? I mean, I would maybe if breast milk. If you is, continue is, to breastfeed. Yeah. Breast milk is all supply and demand. So yeah, if that 10 year old is still doing like a, a nighttime feed, then <laughs> it would always Weird, be right? There. I don't know. So anyway, now I just think it's like years. So no, it's actually the um, American Academy of Pediatrics says six months. Oh, okay. But considered, but you, but a baby would either need formula or breast milk up until 12 months. So mm-hmm. most, most people, when they start breastfeeding, as long as they don't have problems, they, they try to get to that like one year mark. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and then extended breastfeeding is any, anything beyond that. Um, all right. What about, what about EBM? <laughs> oh God. This is still related to feeding. Um, early bottle. <laughs> something like a bottle I don't know or um extended I <laughs> see I don't know I don't know what, what is it what is it so it has to do with um bottles because it's expressed breast milk so when expressed moms go back to work milk. or parents that are breastfeeding go back to work they have to um pump during oh, okay. their usual feeding times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the early bottle breast, breast movement. <laughs> movement. <laughs> this is something that I actually have not seen, but it must be common enough that this blog put the abbreviation on N I P. Nip. Um <laughs> Wait, it's not common? It's not like it is a common thing to do, but it's not a um like I haven't seen this abbreviation ever before. So oh, it's something yeah. common that has to do with feeding your child, your baby. Nutrition in packet. <laughs> <laughs> like you're giving your baby like a beach body on demand. <laughs> Protein. <laughs> Just pour it in Shakeology for <laughs> your baby. Body, I don't know <laughs> what that is. That's like a workout. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so it stands for nursing in public. <laughs> oh my gosh, I like that one so much better. Nursing. And then in this public. last one, I want you to guess. You're not gonna like probably know what the thing is. It's something to do with like starting solid food mm-hmm. with your child. Mm-hmm. Um, but just see if you know what BLW might stand for. <laughs> Okay, and it's a it, it's in reference to like giving your baby, like when you start to give your baby normal um, food, normal food that's not just milk or formula. Oh my god, this is hard. B L W. Yeah. Um. Bur- um. <laughs> I'm thinking of the stupidest things in my head right now. Do you want me to just tell you? Baby likes. <laughs> baby likes. Yeah. No, (laughs) baby is the D. Baby liquid waffles. Oh my God, I have no idea. (laughs) Baby led weaning. So that's like baby led weaning. 
So the mm. whole theory of baby led weaning is you give when your baby starts to show interest in food, usually mm-hmm. around like four to six months, you put the food on the tray and then they kind of like play with it or maybe they like put it near their mouths. Oh, okay. Okay. But you're not like sitting there with like an old fashioned jar of I see. puree, like feeding them. I see. I see. Cool. Yeah. So baby led weaning. Amazing. I love it. I'm learning so much about being a mom. I basically can have a kid right now and like be fine. Yeah, totally. No. You'd be totally fine. Yeah. Be so bringing your baby to protests. We're going to have our first <laughs> guest next week. Yes. I'm so excited. As long as she's not at a birth. Okay. She's, um, we're going to be interviewing, um, my friend Lakeisha, who we did our doula training together, she is um, she actively works as a doula right now, and it'll be interesting to like hear about her parenting and like working in a hospital during this time of quarantine. Absolutely, I'm excited. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of because we were bored and we are very much not bored anymore. <laughs> so we thank you for staying with us. I'm Sammy. I'm Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.